This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Black and Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Black and. This is Diana Duwap, and you are listening to the Elijah Bailey Podcast. Thanks for downloading the Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit the website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. Email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. Looking for your voice to be heard? Have a passion and want to share it with those of a common mindset? Have a business or brand that needs to get the word out but don't know where to advertise? Contact Black & Studios, a full-spectrum, cutting-edge podcast studio that services clients from all over the country. Black & Studios offers you more than just a podcast. We offer you an experience. In-house production from audio-video recording, editing, marketing, advertisement, and exposure with over thousands of people listening weekly. Black & Studios doesn't hesitate to back local businesses. So when you want your voice heard, Black & Studios has your back. Search Black & Studios on all social platforms. Email at podcast at blackandstudios.com or visit us at blackandstudios.com. And remember, it's Blackin. And three, two, one. Welcome and welcome back, my lovelies, to the one and only the Elijah Bailey Show, where we believe <clears throat> that you should always put respect on Static Shock's name and that Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man there. I said it here to inform, educate, and cultivate a community based around some of the things that I love, like comics and film, which today... That's what this show is about. I'm Elijah 5000, and I'm here for you. Let's go ahead and turn the camera on so you guys can see me. Let me go ahead and... Seems like I might be popping just a little bit, but there you go. Got the side pony. Tobey Maguire is the best Spider-Man. Comes from... Oh, come on, scum. Uh, Okay, you know what? I feel like I can say this. I feel like every Spider-Man was the best Spider-Man at any given point in time. How about that? How about that? We're going to go with that. Uh, but we're here for the Elijah Bailey show from God's own wood itself. This is episode 278. So thank you guys for joining me for today's comic episode. If you're new to the Bailey sphere, to the Bailey show sphere um, on our anime episode or, you know, some most of the time, the Bailey bugle, the buckety, this the second piece, the side piece of the show. I'm his side piece. He's my side piece. Together, we come together and form like Voltron and bring you. The best shit, the best news, the latest opinion, the reviews on all things anime, comics, manga related. But in each show, there are different segments. So today's the comics uh, episode. We're going to go into the latest releases for September. Then I'm going to give you the uh, character of color, the black character that we are honoring. If you hear that in the background, you might be able to hear it. That's Hamilton, the uh, land shark back that we got. It's not even a land shark. It's a Koval back that we got. But... Um, we move on from there. We go to the main dish, which for the comics episode is straight out of comics. We hit some news and then I wrap up the show. And since it is the beginning 
of the month. This show will drop at the beginning of September. You will get a brand new anime and manga of the month. Now, let me check chat real quick. If ever you want to watch the show live, which you should always want to do, I am here 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time every Sunday right on twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000 or if you're on Facebook at the Edge Gaming page which is EJB Gaming, that's Edge B Gaming which you can watch there. If you don't watch these streams or you miss a stream, you're like, man, where am I going to catch the episode? You can get the audio version of the show on our Patreon which is patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show or you can go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, anywhere that they have podcasts. Type in the Elijah Bailey Show and you should be able to find the podcast there. If you don't, let us know about it or just go to blackandstudios.com and listen right there. Now, what we got in chat, except for Andrew said, Tobey Maguire is the best Spider-Man. And then uh, Bert said, except for Andrew Garfield. And then uh, Scum says it's pizza time. It's always pizza time. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and get into this. Now, if uh, you heard that music, I always try to make a point to shout out all of the people that uh, support the show here, whether it's with uh, music or clips, videos, whatever. Uh, Rifty Beats, you can find them on YouTube. Rifty has some of the, the best beats around, especially trap and hip hop mixes with anime themes. If you heard and you listened to that tone, that was at My Hero Academia, the United States of Ultra Smash uh that uh, our man all might did that was the the remix of that but let's go ahead and dive into it before <clears throat> we get to our uh, september comic book releases i uh want to pay respect to me and richard do this you know when we have people that are important in our lives past or are important to all of us we want to make ahead uh make sure to uh pay tribute to the head of work that they left behind and, and what they've done uh, in our community. So first off, today, today or yesterday, I'm off. I, I think I'm off by. I think it's today would have been the 104th birthday of comic legend Jack Kirby. Which, if you look at uh, any <laughs> any comics, you see a lot of of his influences, and you see him there. And the reason I'm looking over to the side is Hamilton is trying to climb over the ledge, making a lot of noise. But um, we've talked about Jack Kirby. We've talked about Stan Lee. Both of these titans of the industry, these influencers of comics, these these men that created half of the comic book characters and stories that you know, they did so much for us. And this would have been his 104th birthday. So we pay tribute and respect to him. But uh, even though we have Jack Kirby, we also pay respect and tribute to the man, the myth, the man-turned-comic, real-life superhero, Chadwick Boseman. This is his one-year anniversary. And if you did not know this amazing actor from anything besides Black Panther, uh, he still blessed you and graced you on the screen. And we have a couple of tributes here. Uh, and I don't care if this covers up my face. We're paying tribute to Black Panther himself. And we did get confirmation and some behind-the-scenes information about Black Panther 2. It's in production. I think it's getting ready to wrap. There's been so much uh, comic movie news that I'm kind of mixing some of some of the stuff has wrapped. Some of the stuff is beginning, um, but I'm kind of interested to see where they go because Killmonger is, is said to be making an appearance, possibly. Um, and some of the things that happen are going to tie and cross over into the Dora Milaje uh, TV series. It's coming to uh, Disney Plus. <clears throat> Now that we played tribute to Jack Kirby and Chadwick Boseman, let's go ahead and get into the comic book releases. I was super excited. There's so many titles coming out. Um, but let's go ahead and take a look at these first. I might have to move over. I didn't really check this stuff with the camera. I put this stuff in earlier because you guys know I work over. Hey, let's do this. You guys know I work overnight. So I, I put this stuff up this morning and took my ass to bed. But I'm going to give you both covers right here. The reason I give you the second one, because it really reminds me of Teen Titans. Um, But from Marvel Comics, we have Demon Days Cursed Web issue number one written by Peach Mo, uh, Mo Momoko. And then also art and um, 
uh, really variant cover everything by Peach Momoko. So she's done everything. Spiders and Wolves and Yokai. Oh my. Um, Mariko Yoshida journeys deep into a dark forest to find answers about her past. Instead, she finds a magical wolf with three toes and a strange girl with a pet spider. But there are deadly creatures in these woods too. A super strength and... Uh, Hamilton, shut up trying to record a podcast fucking all that beeping um let me run that back i said but there are deadly creatures in these woods too a mysterious blue skinned woman and a giant with super strength and claws and there are moriko don't miss this epic tale straight from the creative minds of stormbreaker peach momoko book three of five of the demon days saga this is a 40 page banger this is a one shot rated t plus four dollars and 99 cents now when i'm going through and looking at uh, which comics i want to talk about which ones i want to pick up for whatever projects I'm, I'm doing i always look at the art and the variants because the variants give me the full spectrum if the synopsis doesn't i really really enjoy these covers that you're seeing here for demon days curse web so make sure to pick that up the next one we're going to move on to, I know Buck wishes he was here. Uh, we got a Star Wars, Star Wars, The High Republic, issue number nine, written by Kevin Scott and Ario Anadito, covered by Phil Noto. And then there's several variants, but a new story begins this issue, The Shade of the Nihil. Follow the t- uh, the terrible events of the rising storm. The villainous Nihil are in retreat, haunted by the Jedi. Uh, Wayseeker uh, Knight... Or Orla is attacked by the lone uh, Nihau stormship stormship in deep space, a stormship commanded by one of the Jedi's own. Which uh, which of Starlight Beacon's number have joined the Nihil Horde, and how far will they turn from the light? Three uh, thirty two page banger. I was about to say three ninety nine. Thirty two page banger rated T and three ninety nine. That's going to wrap it up. For Marvel has a lot of other comics coming out. Uh, a lot of the comics that you'd be expecting uh, revolving around Spider-Man and uh, Avengers and things like that. But these stuck out to me for this month. So that's what we went with. Let's go next. This one's cool. There's a lot of covers for this. And, you know, I got to give it up to the boy. Uh, Aqualad has now become Aquaman. And his locks look so beautiful uh, in each one of these covers. Uh, Aquaman, the beginning, issue number one, story written by Brandon Thomas, penciled by Diego or uh, Olortegu. Interesting. There are several covers. Here's the last one I'm going to put up for you guys to see. Um, Jackson Hyde finally has it all. Mentors who support him, a community that loves him, an honest relationship with his mother, a cute new guy in uh, Amnesty Bay who's caught his eye, and access to Aquaman's private training facility in Atlantis. Well, he had it all until that training facility and half of the Atlantean palace got blown to kingdom come with Jackson in them. Now Jackson stands accused of wrecking the life he worked so hard to build. Aqualad's going to need all of his skills, wit and cunning just to prove his own innocence, let alone graduate from sidekick to Aquaman. $3.99, 32 page banger, one of six on sale September 21st. Next, uh, coming out of DC Comics, we've heard a lot about this because it's, it's, it's there's a resurgent here and he deserves all the fucking respect you can give him. Like I said at the beginning of the show, Static Shock Season 1, Issue Number 4, written by Vita Ayala and uh, artists Chris Cross and uh, Nicholas Draper Ivy. Uh, the Dakota crackdown comes to Static's friends as the government cracks down on superpowered teen baby bangers or yeah, bang babies, which baby bangers uh, Dakota's school are getting um, emptier and emptier. And with someone he loves in the sight of the round up static must put his own life and family at risk to protect them. $3.99 32 page banger. This is issue four out of six. If you get the variant cover, it's $4.99. And this is also dropping on September 21st. Make sure to fucking pick it up. Uh, let's hop on over to Image Comics. 
We have Ordinary Guys issue number three dropping September 8th. This is $3.99. Paris City Lights, the awakened gods are on the hunt for the trickster. But how do they find, how do you find one person in a city of millions? And they'll need to hurry because on the plane of the gods, those who remain are starting to move against them. Uh, written by Kyle Higgins and then art by um, Philip Watanabe. Um, I don't know. There was two more series I saw that were brand new at Image Comics. The other ones we've already gone over, like our Vampire Ones, Into the Dark, uh, the Twisted Six ones. That was it. The Worst Dudes. We went into all that stuff. They're continuing those series, but the other two, I can't remember the titles, but the art really caught them caught my eye because it's really vibrant. So make sure to hop over to Image Comics and check out their uh, solicitations for this month of September. Uh, let's round everything off with Dark Horse Comics, Last Flight Out, issue number one. The only way to survive is to abandon Earth. When Earth is uh, rendered uninhabitable, humanity has chosen to evacuate to the stars. But with 24 hours left until the last arc... Um, designed to evacuate Earth's residents, leaves forever. Its designer's estranged daughter goes missing. Uh, Mark Guggenheim, who wrote for Arrow and X-Men, and Eduardo Ferrigato, which did self-made, tell a story of the absentee father trying to make amends with his daughter during the end of the world. Thought this sounded fucking phenomenal. It dropped September 8th as well. 32-page banger, $3.99. Go over to Dark Horse Comics Library. There's a lot of good shit over there that you should pick up. Um, and I recommend this every month. Go to everywhere you can find comics because I know <clears throat> Dark Horse is... Is it Dark Horse? I think Dark Horse is doing the He-Man Master of the Universe uh, revelations. You got to jump on that. Tie it into the Netflix series. I don't know why. Ne I, well, I know why Netflix did it in two parts, but we have another five episodes. So make sure to get ready for that. Um, before. Yeah, before we go to our main topic and we hit straight out of comics, let's go ahead and do our Talia say. And this is going to take me just a second because. Um, the first picture that I had for some reason, it wouldn't let me migrate over to the stream. So I'm going to see if it'll let me uh, pick it up. But while I do that, actually, I'll just do that uh, here in a minute. Martha Washington from Marvel Comics is our uh, black character that we're going to honor today. How about what if I do this? This might make it a little bit easier. I got an idea in the middle of uh, reading this shit. Oh, no. Yeah, let me go ahead and read her bio and then we'll do it this way because I forgot I switched some shit up. So Martha Washington, first appearance in Give Me Liberty issue one in 1990, created by Frank Miller and Dave Gibbons. Martha Washington may very well be Miller and Gibbons' greatest creation, a young black woman. Uh, born in the crumbling, satirical, dystopian future, Washington's story details how she became a champion of the downtrodden. Through a number of uh, miniseries and one-shots, Miller and Gibbons track the life of the brave young woman who empathized uh, the, and uh, epitomized the spirit of dignity and equality with the people, even in the hellish future society she was born into. Washington is a reminder that one person can truly make a difference even in the ugliest of worlds. So almost like a futuristic Captain America, which uh, the first, this picture right here really illustrates her as just a fucking bad. Think of Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman's got a gun. How about that? You know, they, they said Janie's got a gun. Harriet Tubman's got a gun and she's coming for your ass. Um, let me see if this will load i'll pull this picture up but i like her aesthetic because i think at one point in time she's bald too there we go there she is she's up on the screen now so you can see she's got the little flat top it's blonde looking like she's a part of meteor man and shit but she's a total badass um the comics are, are amazing they're fun you guys really need to check them out so again martha washington if you haven't read any comics again frank miller frank miller uh has done some great shit you guys need to check him out and check that comic out. So what we're going to do now is uh, we're going to go take a pause for the cause 
just for a second. And uh, when we come back, we're going to dive into the main topic. So there's some uh, movie releases that I want to talk about, uh, some upcoming films. And I, I heard that some stuff got leaked. Um, and then we are going to take a look at the Spider-Man, a, a Spider-Man No Way Home trailer and kind of talk about that before we go into uh, anime and manga of the month. So with that, we'll be right back right after this pause for the cause to episode 278 of The Elijah Bailey Show. Let's face it, mechs can be expensive initially and to maintain. Do yourself a favor and cut the cost down to the bare nuts and bolts. Studies show that regular application of GW40 can reduce the wear and tear from exposure to harsh environments. Joints clog with sand? GW40 will fix it. Visors covered in ice and frost with a little GW40? Watch as it melts right off. Save your mech time and money with GW40. Gundam. Is your communicator pad on the fritz? Scanning visor won't scan? Paper scrolls not scrolling? Well, have I got something for you. The Sailor Scout Combat Compact. The Sailor Scout Combat Compact comes with all of your weapons and tools conveniently in one easy-to-access compact. Each compact is especially made for your powers and abilities, so you don't have to worry about a thunder dragon coming out of your moon scepter. Order yours now at www.moonprincesspocketcompact.com while supplies last. We got to turn that, that old timey church bell music shit off. Uh, if you don't know uh, what show that's from, that's uh, Garu's theme from One Punch Man. So it's got a little spin on it. Sorry if you don't know it. Catch your ass up on One Punch Man. Uh, but let's go ahead and get back into it. We are now talking about uh, some news articles before we get into Spider-Man No Way Home. And this dropped Tuesday night from Warner Brothers. Um, and this comes from comicbook.com. Warner Brothers had a tall order in trying to please the crowd, uh, which has spent some time, uh, you know, frustrated with everything that's not releasing, that's getting pushed back. We just heard that Venom got pushed back again, um, I think at least a week. So there's that. But what Warner Brothers brought to the table um, is The Matrix 4, The Batman, and Dune at CinemaCon. Now, if you weren't there, you missed it. I do believe it was leaked before. Oh, excuse me. But here's the information that we have on those films after CinemaCon. So let's start with uh, The Matrix. The Matrix Resurrections. Um, though I was 60 seconds, and this is uh, all captured by um, Brandon Davis. Um, so he says, while I was 60 seconds late, uh, too late to catch the meaty beginning of the trailer for The Matrix 4, the story came uh, through. Um, and I caught some extra details from colleagues uh, walking out of the Coliseum that Keanu Reeves is back, rocking his uh, long hair and a short beard uh, as a new take on Neo. This Neo does not remember his life before the one we followed uh, through the original Matrix trilogy two decades ago. Instead, when Trinity asks him, have we met? He doesn't know. The woman he once loved is a stranger to him, but not for long. Um, the, uh, innovative nature of the original Matrix movie seems to be back at a minimum. Lana Wachowski, which I think it was the, both siblings, both sisters did this film. And I think only she's, Lana's the only one that's coming back has crafted an incredible balance of the masterful use of filmmaking technology for unique action sequences in the, uh, the original films with new age technology, beautifully shot beats, uh, saw Neo and Carrie and Moss Trinity, uh, springing into action, whether it was bailing from a motorcycle, uh, waving an incoming rocket away from themselves or leaping from the top of a building in a gorgeous golden slow motion shot. Reeves fell right back into his role, stopping bullets with a simple raise of his hand and every bit of nostalgic appreciation from the original trilogy. So I'm excited to see this now. Um, I don't think Lawrence Fishburne is back as as Morpheus in this film. I think I saw something about that. Like he was trying to figure out why he wasn't back as Morpheus. So I'm trying to see how that's going to go. See if Jada Pinkett's coming back. Um, 
But it will be cool to see Neo back because I remember this uh, first coming out and he's in bending, moving away from the bullet, stopping the bullet, Agent Smith. And then when they had the video game, too, I think we picked that back up probably about two or three years ago and played again. I still remember putting in the codes because you have to go in like you're hacking into the Matrix and putting the codes and shit. I digress. Uh, let's move on to the Batman. So. What was uh, displayed at CinemaCon, a front runner to be most highly and uh, hotly anticipated film in 2022. The Batman brought an extended behind the scenes look at CinemaCon, which played only for the crowd in attendance. In the footage, director Matt Reeves opened up about his uh, um, in, uh, intimate approach to the DC Comics icon as dark grungy and beautiful footage took the screen the featurette opened up with bruce wayne walking to the tune of an ominous ominous piano music from michael uh um and then for some reason batman has always stood to uh yeah, it says Batman has always stood as one of the major characters of the 20th century. The film star Robert Pattinson explains, we see him in the crowd, um, in the cow, removing it, and the tones of the film are heavily black and gray, remaining dark and appearing hopeless. Reeves promises this is a radically different Batman from the other Batman films, and how we haven't seen anything grounded um which grounding it in the way of the comic year one does. So Reeves explains the director builds this not as an original story, but it Batman. The director builds this not as an original story, but it Batman in his early days, but it's, it's Batman. I just left off. It's Batman in his early days. So I was like it Batman. What the fuck? Filled with rage and uh, learning his way. Meanwhile, footage shows uh, Batman ruthlessly beating up goons in what could have been a dark prison set uh, lit only by the alarming color of red lights. Explosion, police officers, and dark chaos fill out the footage. Um, He's really working out his rage, Pattinson says. All the fights seem very personal. He uses various weapons, pipes included, to beat down enemies. Uh, we quickly quickly get our first look at Andy Circus as Alfred, a classy-looking gentleman wearing a vest over his button-down shirt, possibly with a drink in one hand and, uh, for a brief shot. Other highlights include the Batmobile. Please don't make Batman drink, by the way, because he doesn't drink in the comics. Uh, other highlights include the Batmobile driving the uh, with flames coming from its exhaust. Fucking classic. I love that. Seeing it rip through the city streets uh, in exciting fashion. We can't wait for you to see the Batman in theaters next year. Reeves uh, concludes this. Um, this leads to a very slightly updated version of the original trailer uh, from 2020 DC fandoms event, taking the screen with a bit more action involving Catwoman. Uh, and then a red 2022 slate at the end, and the voiceover of the Riddler, you're uh, a part of this too. Bruce responds over the dark screen with a question, how am I a part of this? And he says, you'll see, it was awesome. So, I'm excited to see that. We got Riddler, Catwoman, uh, Penguins in there, because remember we have uh, Colin Farrell, and then again, Andy Serkis is Alfred. I, we got a, a, an amazing cast. I'm interested to see how Robertson, Robert Pattinson does this. But the bat costume, the 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 bike, the car, all that shit's looking dope right now. So I'm excited for this. And last but not least, we have Doom, which the uh, amazing David Dismulsion's in. But everybody, uh, Oscar Isaac, who's playing Moon Knight, is in this film. Um, fucking Josh Brolin, that's Thanos, is in here. Jason Momoa is in here. It's, it's fucking everybody. Dave Bautista. Um, June may have uh, Dune may have been the biggest surprise of the short showcase. It's a title that seems to be relying on either nostalgic attachment to the original property, a book originally adapted into a movie more than three decades ago, or its star power, which includes, and here, here's the whole list, director uh, Dennis Velnaviv, the fuck? I don't know, Dennis whatever. Uh, while the cast boasts Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, Zendaya, I didn't know she was in this, Oscar, Oscar Isaac, uh, Timothy, uh, what the fuck, Timothy Claremont, David Dismulsion, Dave Batista, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, Javier Bardem, and more. Um, so, uh, let's see. Although Dune will be available on HBO Max uh, on the day of its release later this year. Why do you say although? That's amazing. I like watching this shit at home. I don't need to go anywhere. I don't need to contract COVID to see fucking amazing films like this. Um, but... 
uh, a behind the scenes feature that shows the mo uh, the many vast practical sets. He says, I was instantly invested in the characters. And Daya said early in the clip, this movie is really kind of this uh, heroic journey. Uh, Isaacs pointed out how many uh, stories have been inspired by the original Doom book, referencing the likes of Star Wars and Game of Thrones. Uh, footage shows off. In- oh, excuse me. Yeah, footage shows off incredible practical practicality, but uh, built vehicles, the uh, immersive costumes, and how scenes went from concept art to real sets, silhouettes are seen in the action sequences lit by various colors and often surrounded by real flames uh, leading to Dave uh, Dismulchin saying the sets made his jaws drop with uh, similar uh, compliments coming from Batista and Bardem, which they've been on all kinds of set Marvel sets, DC sets. Um, It is about planet earth and the clash of cultures. Isaac uh, declares um, for the film story, the cast and director boast about what experience it will be on the big screen an action pack, fiery sizzle reel, rounds of featurettes. He says, trust me, you're going to have a great time. Jason Momoa concludes this all leads to the extended clip. So the clip was uh, pretty stunning. It, it sees uh, Paul, who is uh, Calman, and Duke Leto, who's played by Oscar Isaacs, Gunnery, who's played by Bo- uh, Brolin, Kynes, who's played by uh, Sarah Duncan Brewster on the uh, rescue mission. They discover a plum of smoke in a vast golden sand dune location. Um, it is a broken down harvesting ha- harvester ship, a massive rectangular vehicle, which has uh, left a trail from its path to the spot and cannot move anymore. The problem is a massive worm is on its way to devour the vehicle, which is no small feat considering it could be the size of a small city block. Duke Leto uh, is uh, ready to spring into action to rescue more than 30 men on board, but uh, Kynes warns him that set, uh, that upset the worm will uh, send it into a killing frenzy and then only uh, have enough space to rescue about three of the men on board. Uh, he's determined, so Duke Leto's dragonfly uh, craft uh, stops hovering and moves closer, eventually landing and trying to get to the men aboard the harvester. Paul is consumed by sand and in the wind, golden uh, sparkles surround him and all eventually being hypnotized by whispers and collapsing to his knees. Before long, he must rush back to his father's craft and jet out as the worm has arrived. Far above the scene, a camera captures the massive worm uh, merging from the sand below to the harvester slowly everything starts to sink into its mouth revealing its hundreds of teeth uh, emerging like needles and consuming everything in its way it's a stunning shot which seems to summarize the ambitious scope of the film uh, which they aim for to keep as practical as possible this uh, this all cuts uh, to a sizzle reel showing off many more action beats some of which involve hand-to-hand combat with futuristic suits of armor and others seeing flying crafts crashing into one another and chaos ensuing all this considered the quality of the story is ambitious to say the least um, but um it looks like it's going to be uh, blowing away by the visuals. So, again, this is another good one. Dune, if you haven't watched it, watch all the films are on HBO Max right now. I think some are on Hulu. Uh, I know you can find the shit on. You can find it anywhere. It's, it's a classic. You can watch them um, and then prepare for this. So, that's the news as far as that goes. And let's go ahead and pull up this right now because I've been waiting for this all day. We're going to talk Spider-Man um, No Way Home. So, we got um, this news from Kevin Feige himself. There's no, there's not going to be a Spider-Man trailer. Then the Spider-Man trailer leaked, and the next day, it was out. The best thing about this trailer is there's so much going on. And we don't know who is who. We don't know what's what. But, I mean, I, I like it. Um... Let me go ahead and turn this on and see how this sounds. 
No, I love this. We have MJ and Peter sitting on top of a roof. Uh, he has been outed by Mysterio, if you guys don't remember the last film, as Spider-Man. Yeah, you see MJ is still afraid of uh, flying around with Spider-Man or swinging around. And it's basically Peter Parker gets taken in. He gets questioned about the death of Mysterio. And then he is outed. So now how does his life, how does his world change as Spider-Man? Is this where Spider-Man quits being Spider-Man because he can no longer keep the people he loves safe? It's too much of a hassle. And it's a lot of Zendaya's character, MJ, questioning Parker's trustful truthfulness you know can i trust him and is this better that spider-man is outed to the world and then you see like ned zendaya or mj and uh, aunt may they're not doing great they're being questioned their lives are miserable so peter sees the consequences of being spider-man he goes to dr strange and requests to take that away if he could go take the fact that now this is a new spider costume that we're seeing that all black one looks like a symbiote suit fucking badass but it's also in a toy line that uh shows spider-man using some of dr strange's powers or some shit so we'll see but questions are is this actually dr strange is this not mephisto as dr strange people are trying to see because Spider-Man dropped August 23rd, which was uh, circled on the calendar for WandaVision and had the heart around it, which Wanda and Vision didn't know what that was an anniversary for. Uh, We see him casting this spell, which it seems this spell has to do with what Peter is thinking about because he's like, oh, this is going to erase everybody's memory. Well, Ned's my best friend. I can't erase that. And what about MJ? She's not going to remember. And my, my Aunt May might need to remember. And then fucks up the entire multiverse and so this is where it gets great this you saw that in dr strange the first film seeing some more of the the dr strangeness using the abilities he borrows pushing peter out of his body we see the the spider armor's back happy might die this time we're getting electric uh um let's whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. we gotta do this real quick we gotta go back okay so we're here Happy's about to get shot. He's like, no, Happy! And then we... Oh, my God. Did I miss that the first time? I never paused it right here. Who is that? Who is that behind Peter? Who the fuck is that? I did not see that. Is that... Is that Venom? Oh, okay. Now, when we're paused here, you see... Oh, you know what? It actually might be Sand. So here's Sandman right here. And then we have Lightning. That's two. Sandman. Electro. Uh, what is this? Is that the Green Goblin's bomb? It's three. What's this? Oh, shit. I got that. I got that uh, sweet tooth finger right there. Uh-oh. Oh. Is that Doc Ock? Holy fucking shit. Doc Ock is coming. And they got the perm, too. This motherfucking looking good. And now that we have this, I don't think Mysterio's gone. So, Sandman, Electro, Doc Ock, uh, Green Goblin, Bam, uh, Mysterio, and I feel like we might get... Am I going to throw, are we going to get like a cameo from Venom? Are we going to get Carnage? Are we going to use the Vulture? Is Michael Keaton coming back? I don't know. So we're going to go back to where I stopped it. And we're just going to watch through. Because this trailer's fucking badass. But seeing all the stuff that Doctor Strange is doing. And Doctor Strange is talking to Peter about duality. You're trying to live two separate lives. It's not going to work. And then we're actually going to see Peter. And I love the way that his suit transformed. My bad. Let me get this off the fucking screen. Uh, when he jumps up on the car and he does like a little Tony Stark deal with the with the iron armor, shit looks badass. Hello. So look at my hi, Peter. Hey, Peter. Boom! Spider Man No Way Home. December seventeenth, folks. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Uh, I like the the whole series. We can we can dispute who is the better Spider-Man. The reason I like the series is because there's that internal struggle by all of them. Tobey Maguire had the struggle, especially with his Aunt May. You got to see Uncle Ben. You got to see School, Doc Connor. Um, Andrew Garfield had 
the Gwen drama and the Harry drama and this Tom has his his aunt and then like a bigger scope. So we're getting these different versions of Spider-Man. And this is really on the lines of, you know, the ultimate uh, unlimited. And and now we're getting the the Spider-Verse and Sony renamed its uh, Spider-Man verse of the Spider-Man universe. So there's many more to come. Uh, Thank you, Betty, for liking the stream. Thank you so much. Um, and that, that's it for the trailer. The trailer looks badass. I feel like Spider-Man's going to meet the Sinister Six. I feel like we're going to meet some other Spider-Mans. Um, I'm excited to see where the story goes. The official synopsis is for the first time in the cinematic history of Spider-Man, our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is unmasked and no longer able to separate his normal life from the high school stakes of being a superhero when he is asked for, or when he asks for help from Doctor Strange, the stakes become even more dangerous, forcing him to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. Spider-Man again drops December seventeenth, and I feel like the the crucial theme is going to be like the sacrifice. That's something that is always around Spider-Man. Like what he sacrifices is is always to like the the top tier. He sacrifices having a life, a family, he, he his happiness his friends, everything just to make sure he upholds the responsibility, which is some morals that he got from his uncle Ben. Um, and I feel like that's the way this is going to go. He's going to find out what it actually means to be Spider-Man. He is going to be, I, I want just a city street neighborhood friendly Spider-Man, but I feel like this has so much more to do. I feel like this moment when Peter messed up the spell is the same time that Wanda um, opened her eyes in the post credit scenes on WandaVision and the same time that Kang knew what was going to happen right before he died. I feel like all that happened because if the multiverse opens, then we get Wiccan back and we can hear him scream to Wanda. Then Kang doesn't know what's going to happen because this is crazy. This is more than what he could even fathom happening at this point in time because he thought it would have to be Loki that did it. But these are events that are going to happen, you know, despite Loki. So there's so much here to unravel. There's so much that we can have. I'm super excited. I feel like we need to take just another brief pause for the cause. And when we come back, we're going to wrap everything up in segment three, Anime and Manga of the Month. So I'll be right back with episode 278 of The Elijah Bailey Show right after this. Hey you, are you tired of having to hear about a hero rushing in to save the day, getting all the glory and the fame from all the fans? Well, if this sounds like you, then come on down and join the League of Villains and help us tear down that horrible world of peace and create a world of wonderful chaos. Remember, being a villain's not about one for all. It's about all for one. <laughs> Need a magic sword? Stylish new threads? Access to a video game before it comes out? Or to fall in love? It can all be yours. Give us a ring at Gotta Goddess where we can provide you with your very own goddess, fully equipped with one no-strings-attached wish. Call today and use magic word gag to get a discount on your first wish to be fulfilled. Side effects may, but are not excluded to death, dismemberment, disorientation, irritable bowel syndrome, headaches, nose aches, toothaches, and addiction to anime, falling in love with the wrong person and more. What's up, folks? All right, let's cut the music. Let's get into it. Uh, we, we, we're not going to waste any time. We're going to go ahead and get right into anime and manga of the month. So let's go ahead and bring this screen up. Let's hit play. Your anime of the month is going to be one that I'm loving. It's a Japanese anime uh, series and manga produced by OLM and P. ICS so picks the anime aired in Tokyo TV and ATX in Japan from April 6th to June 29th this town should look familiar but suddenly it's not the taxi driver Otakawa lives in a very mundane life with a very mundane life he has no family doesn't really hang out with others and he's a oddball who is narrow-minded and doesn't talk much the only people he can call his friends are his doctor Goriki and his classmate from high school, Kakabana. 
all of his patrons seem to be slightly odd themselves. The college student who wants to be noticed online, uh, Kawasawa, a nurse with secrets, she, uh, Shirakawa, a comedy duo, the Homo sapiens, all the mundane conversations somehow lead to a girl who's gone missing. This show right here was weird as fuck. You can find it on Crunchyroll and VRV, but I really did enjoy it because it's like, it reminded me of like, it's the anime version of Dexter, right? There's shit going on. This girl's missing. Nobody knows why. They suspect all these people who would know anything. The taxi driver, but the taxi driver is kind of weird as fuck. And he only talks to you when he's being judgmental as hell, or he's asking you a question about your shit. And then it makes you seem stupid. So again, you see the artwork. Oh, there's a trade-off right there. You have the deadly baboon. You have the the corrupt police cops. There's a lot of shit going on here. You guys need to check this out. Again, this is Odd Taxi. And let me do this real quick. My camera's fucking... Boom. There we go. That's better. Got fucking tape on there. But Odd Taxi, VRV, I think it's 12 episodes... You guys can find it, check it out. This is an amazing show. It will be you'll be sitting there like, why the fuck why the fuck is this a show? Why have I never seen it? Why have I not been watching it? Um, manga of the month is going to be one that is brand new. I th- the seventh chapter just came out today. This is called Niru, uh, Way of the Martial Artist. Now I love it because I'm a martial artist and I and I understand training and it is very spot on. This was uh written by Minya Hirago and it says um Oh, let's see. Uh, they only have the short, I thought this had the long, uh, title. It's just telling more about when this, uh, when it drops, which Sunday drops every Sunday, there'll be new chapter next week, but a young martial artist finds his true path. Let me go ahead and open this up. Now I have Viz media. Viz media is one ninety nine a month and I get access to uh, thousands of manga every single day. Um, every single month I keep up with all my titles. Like today I read the elusive samurai one piece which is fucking amazing. We got Zoro and Sanji coming back like that. The two lieutenants fucking held it down. Then we got Momonosuke coming up, being a real motherfucker. Like, you, if you guys love manga, you guys want to read manga, uh, you got to get Viz Media. Viz Media holds shit down. But The Elusive Samurai, Nero, uh, yeah, seven chapters out right now. Nero, martial art, The Way of the Martial Artist. Um, Black Clover, Jujutsu Kaisen is really good. Today, Jujutsu Kaisen took some old school Naruto and it's like Yu-Gi-Oh type shit, like explaining some deep shit. So, so jump onto these manga. But the way the martial artist is basically Goku, because again, it's a, a kid who's a martial artist out of nowhere. He's weird because he doesn't wear shoes, and they're like, they're they're. Why is that kid not wear shoes? His his feet are going to get hurt. And like, oh, wait a second. Wasn't there an old style where they didn't wear tennis shoes? Uh, automatically, he's got high physical ability. It's a shonen, so he's not too bright. But he can pick up martial arts easy just by looking at it. And one of the things that happened in the beginning, he challenges this girl. And girls ain't no bitches. Ain't no pushovers in this fucking manga. He already got two right now that are top tier. One girl is so strong that... The only reason she's not ranked higher is because she doesn't fucking care about rank. She's like Sosuke. She's like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. I, I'm just here to beat my brother's ass. And then there's another girl. It's like, you know, don't worry. But you see my, you can see my titties through my, my gi top. Or do, don't even fucking worry about that. I'm a martial artist. I'm a fighter. Uh, there's four different courses you can take, like, uh, for weapons, sword, spear, all type of shit. And then it goes through each course. It's very, very good. Uh, very, um, You'll learn a lot about martial arts, but the fighting is is very quick, very action packed. Uh, it's got some, it's got great narrative and comedy. So again, Nero, Way of the Martial Artist, that's the new manga of the month, um, and anime of the month is of course the illustrious Odd Taxi that you've heard about. Um, but other than that. That is it. That is it for today's show. This is a nice, tight uh, comic book show. I gave you releases. We said our our 
Uh, goodbyes yet again. Happy birthday to Jack Kirby, who would have been 104. And then we pay our respects for the one-year anniversary of Chadwick Boseman, a.k.a. Black Panther. I gave you comic releases for Marvel, DC, Image, and Dark Horse Comics. Then we dove into the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer after we talked about The Matrix, Resurrection, The Batman, and Dune. And then you got this month's brand new anime, Among of the Month. Thank you guys for joining the show. Make sure to check out blackandstudios.com. You can find them anywhere online by typing in Black and Studios. And you'll get the latest podcast episode. The other shows I'm on, like a little bit of anime, which if you love anime and manga talk, hop over there this Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're doing the biggest and some of our favorite and your favorite. We've asked for you to, to send them in our DMs on Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, you, but your favorite popular, which is meaning unpopular anime opinions. Um, we got some good ones. I'm just laughing now because we talked about this shit. And, and we're going to go hard. We're going to tell you what we think. Um, being the number one anime podcast in the world, we'll give you our two cents on it, but hop on over there for unpopular anime opinions. Remember Saturday mornings, we just did our first, we changed the buckety battles to King of the deal. And the deal is whoever the first one to 10 gets to pick the next game that we play on Saturday. Now join us every Saturday, seven 30, me J stone, eight one two and the buckety AKA AOS podcast on Twitch. As we play video games to battle it out this Saturday, Buck slept in. He got scared. So me and Stone took it upon ourselves to battle. I got skunk. No shit. 10 to 4. And it was horrible. But learned some stuff. So I'm I'm ready this week. If we continue to play Dragon Ball Fighters, we might. I mean, Stone might change it to Naruto, Shippuden, Ninja Storm, Ultimate Fighter shit, you know, or Jump Force or fucking... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else we'll play. Street Fighter. That's why I feel like Strong's going to do Street Fighter, which is cool. But um, we've been having some fun, so jump over there. Um, make sure to turn on notifications if you're on Facebook. Uh, exclamation notify, which will auto automatically notify you whenever the show goes live or a stream goes live. I just started playing Hades and Boyfriend Dungeon, so I'm going to start streaming that for you guys. So turn on your notifications. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button, like, and leave a comment, fall into the abyss that is the algorithm, but help us out here. And if you're on Twitch, go ahead and follow. We're at 252 followers. Thank you guys. We reached 250 just like two days ago. Our next goal is 260. I'm continuing to try to build the community of anime lovers, video game lovers, comic lovers, you know, people that just like to chill here on Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube, wherever it is. But I'm Elijah 5000. This is the Elijah Bailey Show. Thank you. Join me every Sunday, 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. This is episode 278. All of those comics that are coming out in September and no way home. But I'm Elijah 5000. Let's go ahead. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Where's that nasty music at? I'm doing, I'm doing this like the old days. We, oh yeah, I got the perfect track. What's my boy's name? What's my name? What's his name? There we go. Oh, they didn't got the... What's her name? Uh, the, the Bride Maid, the Handmaid's Tale shit. I don't want to see that shit. Here we go. Okay, guys. Thank you so much. Remember to like, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Add us to your playlist on Spotify. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at Elijah Bailey Show. I'm Elijah 5000. This has been the Elijah Bailey Show, and I'll catch your ass in the next broadcast. I'm out. What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.